This is Sharon, the Modern Savvy CPA. So this tax season, um, full-fledged in crazy mode these days with working. So this tax season, I'm going to cover, um, what I'm going to cover now is what are, what are the questions that small businesses are asking? What are, what are the questions that small business owners are asking? What type of tax questions? So let me give you an example. Today, this week I went to Polo. I live in Wellington, Florida, if a lot of you don't know this, so I'm going to give you a little bit about myself, um, not too much, but I live in Wellington, Florida, where I live is considered the equestrian capital of the world. Horse, I just was driving here and I had to wait for the horses to cross the street. So that's where I live. Um, so I went to a polo match this Sunday. It's a polo brunch. You wear your beautiful hats and you enjoy. So it was also a networking event. It was with the women of Wellington and we had 50 um, women there. So one of the things that I did is I passed cards around and asked people what questions they would like for me to answer in future videos. So I had three real estate gals that were sitting at my table with me, um, wonderful real estate gals that were sitting with me and they had a few questions. So I am going to cover one of their questions that they have in this part of my video. So during tax time, it's, it's very tricky. So especially for small business owners, because you do not have the back office staff that covers all of your accounting needs. Larger and mid-sized businesses have an accounting staff that they that's covering what they need to cover to understand. So they can look at their reports from what their accounting staff is doing. And during the pandemic, you know, uh, this created uh, more of a complexity with our tax filings because we had a few years where things were kind of going back and forth. So this tax season, I'm going to share the most common questions that I'm hearing from small business owners right now. So one of the first questions I, I get is, what do I need to file my taxes for my small business? So as a small business owner, the most important action that you need to take to get ready for tax time is to maintain accurate financial records. I cannot tell you how good financial records help your tax preparer, your tax advisor, your, your CPA help with not only with taxes, they can help you with your business plan and they could help you analyze where you're at compared to other years, compared to your budget, compared to where you wanna be. So you always wanna be looking at that. So having accurate records is really important. Also, you know, you want to make sure that you're keeping up with your bank account. You're, you're only using your business credit cards and your business bank account for your business because then you don't want to forget anything and, and possibly lose some deductions for taxes. So keeping good records of your income, your cost of goods sold, your expenses, your fixed assets, your loans for the current year is all really important. It's key to have that detail. Working with a qualified bookkeeper and accountant that, that is trained to categorize your, your things and keep track of your information to align with the tax laws is really important because then you are able to maximize your deductions there. So always you get a question. What, what expenses are tax deductible? So the, R, the IRS has a business-related expense quote 
that we are always using as CPAs. It's called ordinary and necessary. So in order for a, a business expense to be tax deductible, it, it has to be ordinary and necessary. So a list of common business, small business tax deductions that needs to be ordinary and necessary is as follows. So we have advertising and marketing, we have business insurance, we have continuing education and training, we have depreciation of assets, we have legal and professional fees, we have meals with clients and employees, we have office supplies, phone, internet, rent, home office, which is one that can be tricky also, so we need to look at that. And that we also have, um, software, you know, portal subscriptions, social media, that type of stuff, travel expense, including meals. That's also one that you need to look at in, in detail. Your, your tax advisor needs to look at in detail. And also, not least, last but not least, we have meals, miles, business use of your vehicle. An accountant can help you, a CPA can help you to navigate through the nuances of the tax laws, which relates to education, business meals, home office deduction, vehicle expenses. Those are all things that can be used mostly for business, but can also have personal use. So you need to be able to navigate through those nuances. For 2022, as I have said in a previous video, that meals are 100% deductible. So for 2022 and 2021, meals were 100% deductible. Ordinary and necessary business meals, according to the, um, the Consolidation Appropriation Act of 2021, meals, ordinary and necessary business meals were 100% deductible. The meals could be with owners. It could be, you know, they must be consumed during business contact with customers, vendors, consultants. You know, travel-related ma meals are also qualified to be 100% deductible up to 12-31-2022. It goes back to being only 50% deductible starting 1-1-2023. So you, you, you need to, you know, remember that the meals need to be ordinary and necessary. So you have to be careful with lavish and extravagant. So, you know, make sure that you are having ordinary and necessary business meals and not lavish and extravagant, but which is a very subjective thing when, depending on what type of business you have. So the next question I always get, which was the question from my real estate gals at my table, you know, am I eligible for my, for a home office deduction? Many small business now work from home, from their home office. Due to the pandemic, there has been an increase of the necessity to cut expenses, number one, and the lockdown made us, forced us to work from home most of the time. So business use of our home is tax deductible if it meets certain requirements, certain IRS requirements. For example, you must have and dedicate that you have a dedicated home office space that you use as your principal business, you know, place of business. You where you store your inventory may be qualified for the deduction too. So if you have a dedicated place in your garage or in another room that you're storing inventory, that could also qualify as part of your home office deduction. Your tax accountant will be able to help you estimate you know, and determine what qualifies and what the best met method is to take advantage of your home office deduction. You know, so there's, there is, uh, for example, I use a home office spreadsheet that I allocate by square footage 
and expenses that works. So your tax accountant or your CPA will be able to guide you through how, what information you can give them to best maximize your home office deduction. The other question I get all the time is, should I make estimated payments? So that is a very good question. Estimated tax payments, that is, to the IRS. The IRS requires most small business owner to make quarterly tax payments if they expect to owe more than $1,000 on their tax return at the end of the year. So if you expect to owe more than $1,000 on your tax return at the end of the year, you are required to make quarterly estimated payments. So that is four quarters of the year, starting with April, April 15th. So um, that is definitely, so the best approach to do this is to be able to estimate how much you, you might want to, you, you might need to pay. So that will depends upon the predictability of your income through the year and your overall financial picture. In order for you to understand your financial picture, you just do not go to your tax accountant at the end of the year or your bookkeeper at the end of the year. This is something you need to be looking at every quarter to analyze, you know, the penalty, there are penalties. It can be costly if you, if you're having, um, if you're not, if you haven't paid up with your, your quarterly. So you need to make sure that you understand what the deadlines are. And for 2023, I believe it's April 17th or April 18th. I don't remember the exact date, but I believe it's a holiday on April 15th. So, um, all the dates are going in my head right now because of tax season, but I believe that um, that's when your first quarterly payment is due for 2023. So you definitely need to understand. You definitely need to be able to predict. And moving forward, you definitely at least want to get things paid in. Now, some small businesses that are S-Corps that, um, that are, have wages um, with this small tip, they pay certain tax, their, some of their federal withholdings with their withholding tax, but that might just cover their wages. If you're doing it with a payroll company, the payroll company will only estimate it because they think your wages is your only income. But you also have income that's going to be sent out to you through your K-1. You, you get from an S-Corp, you get wages two ways. You get income two ways, K-1 income and wages income. So you need to make sure that you are paying your estimated payments to cover your K-1 income that your wages is not covered. Some um, tax accountant like, like to bump up the wages and take out additional withholdings there so that covers you and you don't have to pay the estimated payment. So you definitely need to see your advisor and you guys need to plan properly on whether you're going to bump up your federal withholdings on your wages if you're an S-Corp or you're going to do your quarterly estimated payments to cover your K-1 income because it does not matter if you're distributed your income or not. Your K-1 income flows through to you as an individual and you are responsible for the taxes. And the first one is due in April. So so the, the last question that I get all the time, so what if I've lost money in 2022 then, or where? Do I get a tax break for it? So businesses are, have, if you have more expenses than income during a tax year, it's called an NOL. An NOL is, is a large tax encumbrance or a large tax topic that I can go on for hours on because there's so many parts to it and so many stories to it. But I'm going to give you the little snippet 
on what an NOL is. It's a net operating loss. So if you have more expenses than income, then you have a net operating loss. So during the during 2020, the CARES Act removed the removed the, the limitations that were previously put on NOLs for from 2017 we had where your NOLs can only be carried forward and there was no limit to how many years you can take them carried forward um, so because of the CARES Act we had don't know if you've done your return for 21 and 20, 20 but in those years if you had um, NOLs, then you were able to carry them back five years, depending on and get a refund of your taxes from the prior years, which is a nice little thing that used to be available before 2017, but not um, moving forward after 2017. We were not we're not allowed to do that, but we had a temporary reprieve where in 2020 and 2021, if you did have an NOL, you were able to carry it back five years. So you definitely, if you want to, if that is the case, you want to make sure that you're talking to your tax advisor, your tax preparer, your tax accountant, your CPA, your EA, whoever you're working with to help you with your business planning and your tax planning, that you talk to them if your expenses are more than your income to, to, for your specific situation. So this is the Modern Savvy CPA, and I am here to give you advice on anything that you want with my years of experience um, in, in the financial industry, in the tax industry, in the business industry, tax planning, anyone. We, like I said, we want to be thriving businesses. We just not want to be surviving businesses. And in order for us to be thriving business, we want to make sure that we manage our money properly, whether we're managing our home money, our college money, our piggy bank money, our business money. It's the same idea. We need to be organize and plan and seek the right advice to make sure that we're painting our money picture and we're putting stuff in the correct pots. Again, this is Sharon, the Modern Savvy CPA. Until the next time.